a very good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you may be. My name is Sean. This is Alex. And this is Finn. <laughs> and this is Coaster Kings Radio that you are listening to, season three. And the newest episode we've got coming up today is our Hot or Not episode, slightly inspired by Coaster Radio, uh, the original theme park podcast. They did one, um, and I figured we can kind of do our own version that had a couple toppings around the world that they didn't include that I thought were missing. Um, but thanks for the inspiration, guys, at Coaster Radio. Um, before we do that, we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about our recent coverage that we have, which includes mm. a new Spanish history theme park series um, by our team member, Andre. Hola. Um, <laughs> that is really great because it is very detailed. I learned a lot of things I didn't even know about. Um, there's actually quite a history in Spain when it comes to theme parks and coasters. Um, so that's something we've got going on. We also have a um, Asianica X2 Dinaconda comparison article live on the coasterkings.com that discusses the difference between the three major 4D aero SNS coasters. Uh, they may look quite similar from far away, but they are actually really different each. Um, so we did a little closer look at that. And last but not least, we also have a new Disney Worldwide Rides Top 20 list. We teased it in another podcast. Which we already teased, but it was actually delayed. But now it's live by the time you're listening to this. Yes. um, Which is going over 20 of the best Disney attractions worldwide. Um, We looked at every Disney ride. You may be surprised by our rankings. I feel like we had some sort of like reasonable juice that we drank because we were a lot more reasonable mm-hmm. than usual we were i think yeah i think yeah like you'll, <laughs> it was you'll, you'll be quite surprised juice. by the way we ranked what you're saying is that i was less neurotic than normal <laughs> yeah, well, we, we made the ranking together but yeah um but that's all on the coast uh, here today we're going to discuss 60 different theme parks slash roller coaster topics we asked all of our instagram <laughs> listeners whether these Topics were hot or not, and um, apparently everything is super hot. Yeah, um, because everything came out as yeah, hot. Fifty fifty was not enough. <laughs> so but then when you think about it, like, yeah, we kind of applied a star, star system. Rating. So like, you wouldn't go to a restaurant. I mean, I hope not. That has like a below four star rating. <laughs> okay, we're not that much of snobs. Well, if, it's a, if it's two stars, I'm trying to make this relatable. If it's a two star restaurant, then like, yeah, maybe not. Um, okay, my point being is that like, for something to be hot. Like a hot ticket, like hot, hot, hot attraction. Like lots of people. Hot as heck. Hot. More than 50%. That's like not enough. Hot. 50% is it hot is or It not? needs to be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It needs to be at least a four star yeah. for someone to be hot. And yeah. so we and figured that 80 percentile will be a good cutoff. cutoff point. Yeah. And so even though some things. Some things were really close. Were really close. 50, almost. They may be th- not. About 50% of the topics that we surveyed were below 80%. So we were like, okay, this is actually a good way. Yeah, because everything was really exciting, apparently. Point of, yeah. Um, but y'all are coaster enthusiasts. I was like, expecting everyone great. to be more critical, but this is cool. I, this I is do cool. expect everyone to be passionate and be just like, yes, I love all of the mm. things. Like, all of the manufacturers and all of the parks. Well, honestly, it makes me sad because everything I thought was super hot turned out to be like an official Instagram nod. Because Not even weird. by our score. Wait, are you surprised? <laughs> this is the, that's our brand. <laughs> I'm hurt. That's what I am. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, some of them will be very not as well because yeah, they be ended up below knots. the 50. So some, some will be. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm excited to talk about like, some organic knots. The, some, like, star, like, knots. the actual star ratings for some of these. Mm. And then we'll go in and give our own <laughs> hot or not. Yeah. And we're going to do and then we'll, in a mm-hmm. decent Analyze. rapid pace. So we'll start with some manufacturers, and then we'll go over some of like the systems in place, like FastPass and stuff. Events. Um, and then we'll kind of look at different kinds of 
contractions and, and ride types. Mm-hmm. And then we'll jump over to different park chains, park chains. which was actually really in, the, more, some of the most interesting responses, in my opinion. Hmm. And then yeah, we'll of finish off with the 2021 oh, or the new, 2022, yeah. depending yeah. on which park <laughs> chain, um, new additions. Roller coaster projects in mm-hmm. progress and whether or not they read as hot or not. Yeah, so let's dive in. We'll start with uh, B&M, everyone's <laughs> fave. Um, very hot. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. 92.6% hot. Agree oh, that wow. it's hot. So we're looking. This is a four and, and uh, a half we have, star. And we had over 1,000 uh, voters on each of them. So yeah. um, these responses are all of y'all who yeah. voted. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Thank B&M's you. hot. Yeah. Come I mean, again. I, I would say for the most part, they are very hot. <laughs> I, think that's an, I think that's a safe, because it, I, I guess whether you like certain types of B&Ms more than others. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, some, there's something for everyone. Well, yeah, reliability is hot. Throughput is hot. Yeah. Winkos is hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there are some that may disappoint, but you're, it's a good thing to say that eight of, out of the ten B&M coasters that you're going to ride are going to be very enjoyable. Yeah, that's actually a good way of putting it. Eight out of yeah. ten are definitely world class. Love that. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, there's a couple next up. Surprised yeah. me a little bit. Vacoma was deemed hot over eighty percent. In Yay. fact, it had eighty four point nine percent. Wow. Um, thank you guys for uh, indulging my Dutchness. I think people are Obviously on hot. on the Vacoma train because they see things like Tron and Hal's Uberkamp and Fly being built. Oh yeah, and I'm and sure there, uh, there is yeah all the new models. Envy. I want one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think the Vacoma next-gen inverts and the Vacoma next-gen flyers are probably a hotter ticket than the B&Ms right now of their respective mm-hmm. classes. They're definitely selling yeah, more B&M because they're new. competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah certainly. Um, next up, Intamin deemed hot. 94.1%, very high. Very, that was like high. one of the that was the, one of the one hottest. of the highest. I burned my fingers when I was. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the, the highest <laughs> overall approval ratings. But is it a surprise though? No, no. I mean, they've always pushed the limit. Um, every single time they come up without a new, would they come out with a new product or a new project? It's always hot. They always do the most, and um, I think mm-hmm. there's really not any sort of argument against that, which is why it's, it's such a high number. Well, I think the five point nine percent that voted against maybe can. Not like them because of their reliability sometimes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we've got some Or their intensity could definitely yeah. be, be involved because mm-hmm. generally True. speaking, they're quite intense. Or sometimes, like the older BNM, uh, BNMs, the older Intamins and their trains <laughs> yeah. and the their Intamin rattle systems. is serious too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. not every Intamin, Intamins are AJ. more accommodating now than they've ever been. But, but I mean, so are all for COVID. I think people are looking ago. at the current industry and saying, yeah. like, well, this is a major mm-hmm. player. Yeah. They do a good job. Like, I can, I'm convinced that. And the big Surprisingly, the Intamin rolling stock is like the best in the game. Oh, yeah. So. As uh, it even won a Crystal Crown Award that we awarded in mm-hmm. 2019. Yeah. I'm sorry, in 20. Velocicoaster. <laughs> Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gerslauer, surprisingly, is a not. Um, Instagram deemed. Gerslauer. Because I think. Well, in America, yeah, Gerslauer not. is like three and a half stars. I mean, if we're going to talk about That's eight out of ten got. is good, definitely not eight out of ten of I've written are good. I mean, Gerslauer's are just better in Europe. So I think it would be a hot if you lived in Germany. And you only yeah, I'm not sure what's up with the fulfillment down here, but they're just rough. Like parks there, but American Europe, Dream is not, not as good. consistent. Um, next up is well, yeah, Mac- uh, maybe. Sorry, for me, uh, Gerstlauer is still hot because uh, yeah, there are those that are really good. I rank very highly, 
But yeah, like Kernan, right? When you go down, it there's a big gap because then yeah. like Falcon at <laughs> Dönrel is a good example of well, no. <laughs> oh, you didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't even mind that one. That's pretty that good compared to the U.S. Yeah, ones. by U.S. standards, Falcon is fine. <laughs> there's Ghost <laughs> Uzgurslaver is way worse than Falcon okay. in the U.S. With the same layout and everything. But one thing that's not worse is Mac rides deemed hot by mm. our Instagram people. Mm-hmm. I think they're hot. Eighty-six point seven percent. Yeah, I think yeah. For the most, I feel like they've kind of got a little bit of the Intamin, it like enigmatic. I would like to see them push a little and more, and then a little bit more mm-hmm. of the reliability. Like I well, think they are pushing. Yep. A bit more with the new ride they're building. Yeah, so with the Extreme Asia. Spinner, I will say yeah. that that's their, their... The furthest they've pushed the envelope in a minute. And I think that the new coaster that's being built in Sucho, which we'll discuss yeah, in that's the later, I mean, yeah. um, it's the first time they're really going to be pushing and size like and speed. And Rivals. Although, um, which everyone Flash is like, that's the most at, intense thing ever. Um, Lewa in Turkey, Lewa. yeah, is also one oh, no, that yeah, is often forgotten yeah. and apparently is very good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I'd say generally speaking, uh, hot. Is I mean, yeah, I love good. how reliable they are. Like they've built their brand on being more innovative than B and M and more reliable than Intamin. And they've got they've got, they've got a couple of fun coasters out there. Like um, I think Cobra Curse is really cool, and we always ride it. And Journey to Atlantis. Still and Journey slaps. to Atlantis is awesome. Yeah. The, their water coasters are good. And yeah. of course, um, I think Manta and SeaWorld San Diego is one of the most underrated family coasters. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid mm-hmm. ride. Um, next up. We have GCI, Great Coasters International Wooden Coasters, deemed hot by our Instagram mm-hmm. audience, 85.4%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sven, you, you can start if you want. Well, it's my favorite uh, Woody Coaster construction company. Yeah, same, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a complete agree. GCI guy. So. I didn't always feel that way. It, they were very hyped up in the 90s and 2000s, and I wasn't quite on the train. For a minute, I was wondering if all their designs are always going to kind of run together, which I feel RMC sometimes do. Yeah. But in fact, every time I ride one of their new Woodies, they're all different. So. They're really, they're building the best coasters that they've ever built. They've only improved their their design. They've only improved the comfort of their trains. Mm-hmm. They've only improved, improved, improved. And now... And I hope. Yeah, and I hope they get the chance to build like the new generation ones that yeah. go upside down to the compete ones with RMC because yeah. they're having a bit of a monopoly in uh, that segment. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and next up is Premier Rides, deemed not by Instagram, seventy three point four percent. And then there's still a Premier. decent score, though. It's yeah. still a decent score. Yeah. This is again the four star thing. It's and I think it's this is can be chalked up to like. Skyrocket to fatigue, frustrations mm-hmm. with comfort collars. Which I must say, I don't necessarily like the premier skyrocket trains, but yeah. I do like the skyrockets in general. I guess like the layouts are fun, and we actually ride Tigers quite a bit now. The trains, but are on the skyrockets are like tolerable at best. Yeah, they're at not, least they're fairly yeah. comfortable when you're riding. As long as you get the right row, if but you're in like the back in of a and car, out of them sucks, especially yeah. with the and comfort on, collar. And on top of that, that's the only model we have here in Europe, so. That's yeah. the yeah. only thing that we, uh, as Europeans, the can only reference premiere, huh? to. Yeah. That's you crazy. guys have Hype and Skyscreamer. Yeah. Um, yeah there and used then, to be uh, one at Linnan Marquis, the water coaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wrote right. that one. The that's liquid right. coaster. That the liquid coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Fun name. Yeah. But, the uh, um, <clears throat> Mr. Freeze coasters are still everyone's favorite, too. Yeah, Everybody, I think, like, old I'm excited and I like the mummies. It's hard to, uh, and the mummies are good, too. It's hard mm. to say that 
Like, I don't think Premier is building the best coasters of their career right now because they built them in 1997. I, I think they had a career change, you know. I mean, obviously, they were some of the first to use launch systems yeah. like we know and Mr. Freeze is still one of the most incredible rides yeah. out there like 25 years later and Mr. the spaghetti bowls are good especially you know, now they no longer have the over shoulder restraints yeah. so I think that they had a good start and that's true it took some time the mummies are were like a different the direction and yeah. I think now they went to a direction of like more accessibility they can be placed all over the world I mean they're having more success selling coasters now than they ever had which that's, I think yeah, is thanks, really you know, the grand to like changing slam. their changing their business model the to more so. of like a modelly base. Yeah. And you know what? That's how Fukuoka got big. So good yeah. for them. So um, yeah, more mm-hmm. power to them. Next up, Gravity Group decided to be not very, very, very <gasps> close. Wow, this was super seventy nine point two percent. So like, it's sort of kind of hot, like lukewarm. It's, it's just <laughs> below the four stars. Um. Graphic group, I don't have too much experience with them. They're fine, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say either way for me. And I don't think they're that hot. Sven, what gravity group coasters have you ridden? Park Simple, right? Yes, I think. I think that's the only one even. Um, but yeah, previously I said that uh, I guess gravity group is a competitor for RMC, but as they also do inversions on, on wooden yeah, coasters. Yeah, they've definitely got a lot of looping wooden coasters mm. out. You know, running But I haven't already. experienced one yet, so... I like CDTs a lot. I wish that model would have taken off. Yeah. yeah. The mid-sized, like, the family it, little airtime machine woodies, I think, are, like, their most successful product line right now. Stuff like Twister mm-hmm. at Gronelund mm-hmm. are, like, their their current legacy. And then there's rides like Mind Blower here in Orlando, which are is a, is a cool ride, but it's really niche. It's super violent. You know, like most mm-hmm. wooden coasters, the first thing I think of when I think gravity group is like high maintenance. And yeah. uh, we're hearing from our friends in China, for example, that the gravity group woodies running at the Fanta Wild Parks, yeah, you know, the, the Trailblazers, they're all like running like trash because not being maintained properly. Yeah. And I even noticed yeah. in a mind blower, which I like mind blower, but it is a, uh, it is definitely a, a tad rough. And mm. that's kind of my association that I have with them because the ZDT one ran fine. I will say I like Timberliners a little bit better than the current generation of uh, Millennium Flyers. I do not, but that's because I'm fatter. Because than you Millennium, are. well, I, Millennium <laughs> Flyer lap bars will ratchet down mid ride unless you hold it up, whereas the Timberliners are hydraulic and they stay put. Yeah, so I like that. But all right, um, well, let's go the, to the super knot. Next super knot. This is one of my favorites. Okay, everyone ready? Jin Ma rides Golden Horse, Golden Horse obviously <laughs> discussed through our Instagram as a not. Yeah, in fact, it's um, only 35% hot, yeah. so it's very, Instagram very not. is thoroughly disgusted. Which, <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe five years I would have been, too. I'm disgusted by but, um, Jin Ma rides. Okay, okay are you all ready for this? I think they're hot. I love Golden Horse. <laughs> well, I don't have an, any experience... Mm, I don't think I have any experience with them. I don't so. think Europeans trust the There's Golden Horse. There's just not a good reason for know. any park outside of China <laughs> to build a Golden Horse coaster. Mm. Okay, so I'm curious because I think their tilt, which is selling like crazy in yeah. Asia, would be a fun one to see some U.S. park toy yeah. with because they're probably at a decent price point. Yeah. Um, at the same time, they have this new um, spinner with an inversion in it, which one of them is in park. China Dinosaur Park, and that was actually really fun. That one we post on Instagram Routinely, and people, yeah, use it, it gets a pool. lot of good feedback from people. They're like, Oh, that looks cool. Like, I would write that. That looks fun. And I think that, yeah, they start off. Other people who've ridden it are like, Oh, this is a good ride. Like, it's very copy. But you gotta remember one thing is that, like, a lot of these knockoffs that you see in China of like US parks or US 
or just Western manufacturer roller coasters, they're not actually Golden Horse. Oftentimes, they're like BSA yeah. or some other manufacturer. So a Golden Horse has a couple of clones of things, like including the, the Shenlin mm-hmm. um, SLC. But then in their defense, it's, there's, you know, there's been embargoes and stuff historically. Sometimes it was just the best way for a park to mm. you know, grow uh, in, their, in the market out there. And, and not everything... like. Nothing is a perfect copy. And another thing I want to say is that, like, a lot of these Chinese parks, especially ones that aren't in metros or high-end areas, <laughs> they have no business building expensive Western roller coasters. And so at least Genma Rides is really helping with this Chinese theme park boom where, like, every park has, like, major roller coasters because Genma has an affordable, somewhat Western product. Yeah. And um, I kind of love seeing how many parks are being built, and, I wouldn't have, and that wouldn't have been a thing without Jinma Rides being there's involved. Par- and there's like mm-hmm. parks that are building golden horse coasters alongside GCIs and Intamins and and B and Ms and stuff. So it's they they really are in a, in some ways being selected for their uh, for what they offer and what they can do, and not just because they're the cheapest or because they're Chinese. Like yeah. this, this is Sushio Forest World Park, where you've got. Hurricane, the Epic Mac launcher, and then they also have the Golden Horse Tour Coaster. World Joyland that has a um, has a Sky Skyscraper and then also a um, Golden Horse Mine Train. Yeah. So that's all cool. Next up. Okay. Yeah. Now it's time for the hottest of them all. Yeah. This it's one is real hot. SBF Visa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. I was like, wait, we it's... didn't ask that one, did we? No. Yeah. No, I didn't actually put it in there. I had to cut it. <laughs> Um, but no. super, super hot. I'm sure everyone can guess it. Like, super hot <laughs> that I'm going to be controversial with. Rocky Mountain Construction. Snore. Yay. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, yeah. Sven likes Rocky Mountain Construction. Yeah, because you have to understand that here in Europe, we have three examples, of which one is in the middle of nowhere and very hard to get. And uh, the other one is in Poland, which is Eastern also Europe. not very obvious for everyone. So we're left with one, and that's untamed. In the polder, which, which is yeah. also not even that convenient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for, for yeah. some people. You so, can't get to any of these by train, can you? Like, oh, I'm sure you can get to Angelandia like by untamed, train. Untamed, probably. Oh, I guess so. And I think the public transport, yeah, maybe by bus uh, well, you can Z. go to, to, yeah. to um, Colmarden. But um, so, yeah, for us, there is not really RMC fatigue because we are waiting for more. Mm-hmm. Even. But I guess in the US, I love that different. for like Wallaby Holland, that they're uh, like spearheading okay. the movement. I'm going to say this. I would have said not personally, but I'm going to be like not using my heart and using my brain. I'm going to say they're hot. Well, I mean, they're doing something right. Because the entire- first of all, they are blowing life into like rides that are made in this nightmare and aren't worth any sort of Verdant Capital I mean, it's been ten, 10 years ago, exactly 10 years ago, like, to the day, people were asking themselves if the Texas Giant was going to work. Like, the first pictures of the new Texas Giant track work happening, and we're looking at it, and we're like, what is this? Like, what on God's <laughs> green earth is this track? And, like, it's not even tubular. Like, is it going to be... Like, there was... I mean, there were so many questions. It was the weirdest... It seemed like such a risk at the time, and then of course it was a you know a tremendous. And the crop pleasers—that's all that really matters. Yeah. If definitely people love it, I'm yeah. just going to say it. They've hard. got the whole community wrapped around their fingers. Yeah. It's fine. We love Alan Shilkey, maybe not so much for RMC stuff, but because of his work with SNS. In fact, um, SNS was rated hot by yeah. our Instagram followers, eighty-five percent hot. So mm-hmm. um, definitely worthy. I think they're yeah. hot. Yeah. I haven't read anything about SNS, SNS that I don't is like. Easily the hottest 
around between their compressed air launch coasters and the, the, the true 4D, 4D coasters. coasters. And I think even the free spins are fun. Even the free spins are solid. I would rather ride, like, I'd, I think free spins are a more interesting and marketable ride than some of the other, like, low footprint e-ticket coasters that sure. are being offered. Well, from our point of view, uh, I wouldn't really say SNS is hot. You mean you don't like Sequoia Magic Loop or whatever that, <laughs> whatever that, that torture well, device is? Well, our references are Sequoia Magic Loop. Um, <laughs> Which is ride. an SNS Scream and Squirrel, for those of you who aren't sure. It's yeah. one of the original like vertical hmm. wild mouse coasters yeah, that were, like, weird are as bizarre and unpleasant as they look. And then there's Ring Racer, oh, which God. never opened. <laughs> I mean, I guess it opened for like a day or two. And it, was open. Yeah. it was open for a few hours, I think, and then one of the tanks exploded. Yeah. Like, this was already yeah. after years of trying to get it to open. And, and now they just took the loss on the it, and now it's me. just sitting. So those are the not-so-good yeah. examples. But we then, do yeah. have Timber Drop at Frisbee City, oh, yeah. which is a really good uh, loco. Mm-hmm. And then we have Trenan at Skyro Summerland, oh, which is... Yeah. That's a, a known ride because of its... Bizarre thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Structure. Next so. up, this is a fun one, um, Zamperla was deemed quite nuts by the audience. Only 52% liked them. Oh. Um, Zamperla's got some unsung heroes. Like, they've got some good stuff that people mm-hmm. don't think about. I think they're hot because their flat ride collection is sick. Yeah. I was about I to say... I love a giant I, discovery. I'm, I'm going to say not for the coasters, but hot for the... If you had to say rides. one overall, like, do you think the the, um, the rest of their attractions can outweigh and make them hot, or not enough? It depends on the way you look at it, because if you're a new theme park and you want to fill up your park with some decent rides, then it's hot, but and better than some other cheaper manufacturers, but... But is it really a four star? Mm, there's definitely some like there's it's it's not terribly. Here's what I'd say. I think big box coasters wise they got nothing to yeah. show. But flat rides they have one I would say of any manufacturer like, currently the best selection and they have their spinning wild mice which are always solid and then I like their motorbike coasters. I mean, they're not the most spectacular, but they're decent and Dinosaur Mountain was a was a big surprise. And like the mine trains at um, oh, Hon- yeah, in Hong Kong, Hong Kong Ocean Park and its clone in India at Ildab's Magica. Like, they've got some good stuff, but then there's also stuff that's, like, way worse than it has any right to be. The like Volaris are terrible. The vertical drop coasters are terrible. Like, there's no excuse for why... I guess I can't believe that the manufacturer that does so well with some of their attractions like, end up no having rights... For it to run like that. Like Thunderbolt and Rolling Thunder. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, I think they still take the edge because I think their flat rides are phenomenal. So I'm going to say yeah. hot. All right. Um, next up, we are going to be moving to the selection of kind of like a wild card of different aspects yeah. of theme parks. Um, this one should go a little quicker. Um, let's yeah. see. So we're <laughs> going to start off with Halloween events. Um, they're deemed not by Instagram. Pretty close, though. 77.2%. I'm surprised it was that low. People it's are interesting, yeah. crazy about Halloween. I think they're over. I, I can't, I, I can't relate. I used like, to be really into them. People are obsessed, especially in Orlando. Like people go ape shit over the holiday events, the Halloween stuff and, and the Christmas stuff, like to a lesser extent. And I just can't, I can't relate. I can't be, like, I'm glad everyone else. I enjoy it vicariously through other people who are really crazy about, but I like the haunted houses and stuff like the haunts and walkthroughs and stuff. I just, I couldn't, I could never be bothered. Never. 
I think it's really about either you like it or you don't, yeah. or you avoid the parks. Because a, a big negative aspect of Halloween at theme parks for me is the crowds. Yeah, oh, totally. Like, that's why I usually avoid them. But now, last few years, I've tried to do one event um, just to have a taste of the atmosphere mm-hmm. and, and see how the different parks do it. Obviously, the chain was broken last year, but um, <laughs> I'll probably try to do it again this year. Well, yeah. like studios Florida. I'll say they're hot. I can't be bothered. And I'll most say that because the they offer something really unique. And for the parks, they are great money makers. I mean, some parks yeah. make the majority of their profits in like a singular month. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. events like Not Scary Farm, I really do appreciate the amount of love that goes into them. And they're becoming like, mm-hmm. they're important to the regions that they're in. Like, they are traditions. Profit now. margins on Especially Halloween like a place like California, Florida, miraculous. where like they've been running for years and years and years now. I think that they're a tradition. Like, everyone every fall, yeah. like, makes a point of going to these. And so I think that's why they're hard. Like, I'm happy for parks that have success with them. But Next up, we have uh, holiday events. Halloween is a holiday. Which, well, I'm talking about, like, like, Christmas, Christmas and stuff, but like I don't want to use that holiday. word because okay. I want to have everyone to be Winter holiday. So, um, Christmas, Hanukkah. Uh, anything like that. Winter. Yeah, winter. Yeah, consider hot. I think they're hot. Solstice. Oh, yeah. Winter. I, mean, I like Christmas lights, or I guess holiday lights. Yeah, it's all about I'd the rather. lights. Yeah. yeah. Holiday lights, twinkling colors. I really like winter efteling. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, yeah, that's uh, definitely my bucket list for me. It's a very cozy uh, way of visiting the park, and there's a... It already has a great atmosphere, but it gives that extra special touch, you know? And yeah. it, it's... It's a great example of being not limiting to Christmas or anything. Like mm-hmm. it, it's for everyone, you know. Yeah. Um, next up, food festivals. They were deemed not uh, by only a few percent yeah. on and a half Instagram. I think they're Love hot. Love food festivals. Love food festivals. I mean, if you're in California right now, that's what you get. So <laughs> I guess that's I do think it's, it's a typical American thing, though. Very. I don't feel that here it really happens because parks... Even here, they're quite recent. Like, parks are now really starting to explore I think Epcot's Food and Wine Festival started a trend for us. Parks here struggle because they try different stuff, but at the end of the day, the GP just wants french fries and burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, here dining has got a lot more of, of an experience... In fact, we um, can bring our own food in the park. So. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. We can. Um, in park table service, actually, and on the topic of dining, barely Jerf, not, barely like 0.6% like, away, yeah. so they're definitely lukewarm. Yeah. Um, I think they're hot, but it depends on the chain. Like, I don't want to do it at Six Flags or any park that has mm-hmm. bad operations. But stuff like Universal, Disney, SeaWorld, like, if there's cool dining experiences, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. For me, it's a must if you're a resort. If you're a yeah. true resort, yeah. then you have to have if you're it. But if you're a regular theme park, Fantasia land. Yeah. Um, Year-round operations were deemed hot. Yeah. So hot. They were 97%. That's the highest percentile of anything I've seen. That was even higher than any of the manufacturers. Um, I agree. Even for parks that have winter seasons, um, like where it's really cold out, you can, I mean, it's been proven this year. Stuff like Busch Gardens, Williamsburg has been running through the winter. And um, I think they're doing just fine. People find, there's, and if there's if just there's a way a will, to get out and do way. something, um, parks mm-hmm. will have something to offer. Parks are realizing that. that people really will pay admission to drive their car in your park in February yeah. just for something to do. And I think that's great. 
Yeah, or just kind of hang out and have nice scenery, do a little food festival, and maybe ride a coaster, yeah. even, even if only one is open. Yeah. I think people are willing to pay yeah. the price for that. So, However, I am on the not side, so yeah. on the 4%, because <laughs> I prefer that um, parks, parks have, have the time season. to maintain their rides yep. during that period of time and making sure that when the park is open, at least all the rides are operating I don't Which think year-round operation means that they can do that because a lot of the year-round operation that we're seeing coming up now for parks to stay in business really um, involves limited attractions, which means that everything can be rotated. Yeah. And so therefore everything can still be, you know, Sven has a point maintained. though when you think of like Magic Mountain and their first year of year-round operations and sure. like how hard it was for them to accomplish what they intended well, Which, they've always had year-round operations. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, 365. Yeah, three, I'm six, saying, yeah. like, being open every weekend or, yeah. like, all seasons. Because, yeah, that's true. And then, like, okay, yeah, yeah, a park yeah. like Bush Gardens Tampa manages. They've always been open. I mean, Knott's has been doing decent with, like, closing their rides for, like, two to three weeks Ben annually. is not going to agree with us about um, anything related to Knott's And sometimes that farm. ends up being everything. Because when you go to Knott's Berry Farm <laughs> in February and half of the coasters are closed, it demonstrates his point. Maybe he'll agree with yeah. us on the paid fast pass systems. Yes. Everyone said it was a knot. In fact, it was quite not. Yeah, people were mad. Um, I think they're hot because if I'm going to go and travel very I far, <laughs> then I'm just going to go and invest and make sure I get on it's everything. It's just another component to planning, like, a theme park. Res- like, if you're a resort... It's kind of like sit-down restaurants. I think if you're a resort and you're doing hotel packages, dining packages and stuff, like then that's part of it. Like that's that should just be part of your Yeah, your a prime t- example and there should be tiers and it's like be- so we went to Shanghai Disney like on a third or fourth visit, whatever, and it was yeah. like really busy. And we're like, well, we don't want to wait. Oh, yeah, our flight was delayed and we had yeah, a Saturday and so to kill, we so just we like bought Disney. we just bought extra fast pass mm-hmm. packages mm-hmm. and we got on everything and it was cute. Like I mean if I am all the way out there at an expensive resort yeah. that people pay thousands of dollars to go to, then I'm gonna just spend an extra yeah. couple bucks. It risks sounding everything. too much like a capitalist. It's like You've got your choices and how much money you want to spend for every component of your trip, whether it's hotels, whether it's food, mm. tickets, like special events. And I just think that fast passes are part of that. <laughs> I feel a not coming. Sven is not having it. Well, if you're a theme park fan, I'm, it makes a lot of sense. And for some people that really don't hate lines at theme parks and have the money for it, it makes sense. But I think Europa Park is the perfect example of a resort that doesn't do it and that yeah. shows that you don't need it because they like they if they <laughs> have Disney good World operations right it's just but I, I on the other hand it's it's a very economic decision of parks like Port i just Aventura. think it's an anomaly if you don't have it you are getting lines at europa and park i think it's an anomaly because at the end of the day europa park's goal is to be a showcase for future clients for mac and profitability for the park is less about like maximum profit and more about making sure that everyone who's there is having an amazing time. Uh, okay, you know what? Mm. I don't necessarily agree because the amount of money the theme parks like Europa Park bring in from hotel stays and ticket sales is probably mm. more than they sell in like roller coasters. Yeah, and, and they, like, have the they shows make a lot and of the money. Food and they have a lot of diff- other ways to get that money that parks are getting from. Because they yeah. don't even have a free fast pass system. I mean, it reminds me of Fantasia They don't well, need tickets. They, they had it during COVID, though. That was oh, the did. first time. Like a reservation yeah, It was thing. like an oh, online queues? reservation. A virtual yeah. queue, yeah. Uh, That's but what we're it was about very next, random and limited. So. Yeah. yeah, so next up, uh, virtual queues are deemed oh. not. Yeah. Um, they are, yeah, they're, they're 65%. pretty not. So 
I 65. I want to say not. No reason I'm going to say is because Virgil Qs don't necessarily guarantee entry. Like some people pay a lot of money to try and ride Hagrid and then they can't get one all day long. They try all day. Yeah. And it must be frustrating. Like I like the idea of them, but they're not equal access yeah, really. I would have to agree. I feel like for parks there's like a I lot of I like not standing in line, but I also like knowing I can get on something if I really want to get Especially on Especially in America, this is like where dark capitalism comes in because I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of incentive for parks in the US to get people to do virtual queues and fast passes and stuff so that they will be lingering in the shops and buying more things and more food out of boredom instead of lingering in queues where there's not an opportunity to Spend sell money. things to them. Um, <laughs> well, you know what's coming? I'm going to say hot because okay. Damn, there sorry, are also fine. other examples that show that, for example, Walibi Holland, uh, they used it for COVID last year and it worked. Uh, I have to admit, I wasn't there on a busy day, but when you're not, um, when, when the crowds are okay, I mean, it's very convenient and you have to wait a lot less. So it, again, it depends a bit on how the park uses the system. Yeah. Circumstantially, it means everything because there's parks doing virtual queues for rides because the Mm. attendance and the demand is so high. And like everyone has a horror story about Rise of the Resistance and its virtual virtual Mm -hmm. queue setup. So I think it'd be different if like a whole park rolled out uh, like a blanket virtual queue system where everything is on it and it's not like a major crowd control move. And Python at Efteling is also a good example because the last hour of the day you can queue without virtual queue. Yeah. Yeah, true. well, I guess Hagrid does sometimes, too. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it um, depends. Next up is a lockers, hot or not. Um, actually, everyone said not. It was very, very Negative. not. Mm-hmm. Um, I like my stuff not getting stolen, so yeah. I think they're hot. Yeah. Everybody is going <laughs> to grow up someday and get a Everyone's nice gonna camera. Everyone's going to get their phone and, and wallet nice, stolen at yeah. a theme park like I did, and then you're going to wish every ride had a locker. And we didn't locker. say paid lockers. We just asked We just said lockers. lockers. Yeah, because Universal has free slot Universal lockers. Universal has like free them. lockers. Mm-hmm. There's other places. I mean, Disney doesn't really need lockers for anything except for Tron, but those are free. Um, so, it, like, for some people, they just feel like it's expensive, overpriced, like a, you know, like a nickel and dime moment. And I'm like, well, I don't... I'm I like I haven't like I don't want my stuff to get stolen or damaged and it like happens a lot. So Yeah. Just because I can take my phone on Steel Vengeance doesn't mean that I want to. Like, also when you're far away from home when you're traveling, the worst thing that can happen is literally if you lose your phone or wallet or keys. Like it is just it is a complete nightmare. Or like in China, you like, travel with your passport. Like, yeah, yeah you I wanna have, have all my stuff in lockers at all yeah. times. Well, again, here in Europe, it's different because we are—we rarely have parks that have lockers that are frequently used. I mean, uh, the only example I can think of is Energylandia, where you had to use it for the water rides. But either you have to take everything with you, or they have the enclosed. Uh, yeah, I like those. Like the systems again, where only the train it can, can still access happen. them. Yeah, but, and then Efteling also has the Baron system where you get a bracelet yeah, and like they LA, keep it for LA, you. LA. The yeah. Merlin parks do that as well. Yeah, thirteen um, does it in, in the UK. Um, so, but and and it was an adjustment for me when I was in the states. Oh right, I need to first go to the locker, put my bag, and come back. And yeah, actually no, v- um, Valkyria also had them in yeah. Uh, so there are a bit more parks than I think. I just feel like it's a very American phenomenon, and it has mm-hmm. to do with our relationship with petty crime. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I think that's the long short of it. Yeah, it's a good mix of parks trying to get an extra buck, but I, I like them. 
Uh, next up is something I also like, but it was deemed not by Instagram, was water parks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, well, actually, almost, I don't know if I like water parks so much. Hot. I like... I like Volcano Bay. I like good water parks, but there's but a like lot more. But like most water parks appreciate. There's a lot of bad water parks. Way more bad water parks. Than yeah, good actually, water I'm going to say they're not. <laughs> okay, I'm not. Instagram, we agree with you. Do you like well, water if parks? Well, if it's a hot day at a theme park and it's busy and I just want to cool down a bit, that's when a water park becomes very attractive. Um, and for I, I don't really link it to theme parks, though, because... Uh, there's this chain in Europe called Center Parks. Oh, yeah, I love Center Parks. They have, like, these little houses that you can rent for a week or a weekend. It's, and it always has a water park. And that's one of the things that I But Europe does have spectacular I, indoor and, like, subtropical-themed water parks. That's yeah. definitely a lot less common here. Here, it's a lot more concreting outside, unless you're okay. looking at Orlando mm-hmm. water parks. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I'm based on our demographic of our audience, I think most people vote mm-hmm. in a U.S. water park. Yeah. idea and not mm-hmm. necessarily because I, yeah, I would agree set that makes parks sense, so, yeah. and like indoor subtropical themed water parks like I'm super into I think that. in the US a lot of people associate water parks with theme parks because so many like, regional parks have attached ones, water Fair parks ones. yeah mm-hmm. and there's that's no, why also I as, included it in here some water parks are included with admission and some like Cedar Points Water Park are an additional it's all a marketing game and it's it like the park could be with, really great it just depends yeah, on what competition it they has have. to do with marketing leverage so Mm-hmm. In a way, it's a little bit corrupt. Like, like think of San Antonio. There's so many water parks, yeah. and Aquatica exists. So, like, Six yeah. Flags is like, okay, well, her, this park yeah. is free. Yeah, <laughs> Six Flags <laughs> Fiesta Texas has a free water park because it's their only leverage against Aquatica and Schlitterbahn. Great America did it too in California. Yeah, um, which that was a really bad water park. Yeah. But they're opening a new one this year. So, yeah, hopefully. Um, next up is our category of. Um, Different kinds of attractions slash ride vehicles, mm-hmm. kind of like a mix of different production models and stuff. Um, so we'll start with aquariums, which were deemed not. Um, I think they're hot. They're an, I guess they're an acquired taste, but I feel like they're so popular. Like, I think people, maybe it's just kind of a, I think this answer might be something kind of like Sam was saying, where like maybe a lot of people don't associate aquariums with theme parks. So exactly. Yeah. It's not going to. Uh, it's not for me. It's not a reason to go to a theme park. Oh yeah. Okay. No. Fair enough. There's, and, and, but I will say that any park that has an aquarium, like I really enjoy seeing the aquarium, and and sometimes it's an upcharge. Like we did the Sea Life Aquarium in Carlsbad, which oh, is yeah. attached to Legoland. I liked that a lot, or like the Sea Life sponsored submarine ride at the Legoland in Windsor, and then there's, um, and then oh yeah, and they have one too, and then there's like uh, Chimong Ocean Kingdom, of course, is like the the main reason we yeah, thought the ones at Sea World are all really nice. Like Sea World, uh, Epcot, like there's some nice ones, like, but it may not be something that people even immediately associate mm-hmm. with theme parks. They just associate it with like the, the yeah. local aquarium in their city. Another thing that was deemed not, um, but very close to a hot, is drop towers. Uh, um, I said a hot, simple. Everyone is afraid of heights, including me. Uh, but I, I still like them a lot. I remember us me. being stuck in, uh, in Six Luther. Flags Magic Mountain, yeah. oh, waiting there that. for five minutes. Uh, that was iconic. <laughs> but yeah, you said I hot? love drop towers. Yeah, I absolutely too. love them. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love this restraints, but it was actually really not on Instagram. Um, I guess people... I put a picture of Blue Hawk because I wanted it to be inclusive of both B&M and, Intim- and Vacoma. Yeah. Um, I think they're hot. They can be really great or really not Because great. they're good for rides where you need to be held in place. Yeah. Like SNS Freespin. They need spin. to restrain your body But movement. they're also really good for coasters that are rougher and track poorly and they kind of extend their life, like the Vacomas, for example. Yeah. 
Um, so I just think they're hot throughout. Yeah, for really some people they're more uncomfortable. I mean, we even have team members that hate them because yeah. it just mm-hmm. presses too much. And then on there's them. and then there's some rides that just don't do them very well, like the best restraints on Rolling Thunder at Owa, mm. the Zamperla. Yeah, it was just a best, bad definitely. example. Like, there's bad. There's enough bad examples of vest restraints. Um, the early wing coasters were like the vests ratchet down and lock. Um, mm. That was a problem that they solved with uh, Gatekeeper and wing coasters beyond that. But like the original wing coasters, people complain about the vests because they become very constricting. Yeah. Um, compared to like a normal B and M vest, um, which comes with their own criticisms. But there's a lot of people, myself included, like I would much rather have a old school B and M vest or an old school B and M harness on like a dive machine than a vest. Sure. So, how about you, son? Um, again, it depends on the ride. Yeah. Uh, it, it. What was the percentage for them again? It depends. Uh, first of all, 58.7 hundred yeah. one knot. That doesn't surprise me, because there's some rides that it just is awesome, an awesome alternative, and then there's some that it's I do terrible. need one on a boomerang. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. We love the MK1212. I mean, speaking of boomerangs, they boomerangs were rated knots, obviously. <laughs> I mean, they were very, very knots. Um, simple and basic. Should be no surprise. I think they're yeah. hot because, especially when they were being built, they offered very small parks a solution to become a major player by offering six inversions, two drops, forwards and backwards. They were like wonder machines for a decent price, decent footprint. The Comas, I think that's what they did was good. The standard boomerang to roughly the same specifications for 40 years. So, shows you that that's success. Hot. That's a success story. <laughs> Like, 40 years ago, the first ones were being planned, and they got really close to perfection as far as, like, the success of it. Obviously, now they offer different trains. Like, all Vacoma boomerangs come standard with MK1212s. Like, there's always room for improvement. But, like, I, yeah, I, I, lo- I, I love a good boomerang. Like, I still genuinely, I love sitting in the back row. I can't help but, uh, to you know... I just like them. That crop best yeah. row. For me, it's fatigue. Fatigue. There, like, well, I mean, yeah, there, there are, are so many. There are them. two in Belgium. That, that already says enough because, yeah, um, yeah it's it's uh, it's too dated for me. There's none in Florida. I would like um, one. Surprisingly to me, the Fukuoka Gina boomerang, a Gina Verta boomerang, was also deemed not. Um, not quite as not, but also not. Yeah. Obviously, I think they're hot. One of the most thrilling coasters out there. They run, they track much smoother. Agreed. I think it's because like most people yeah. have ridden the, one, the Six Flags New England, oh. and it's bad. <laughs> um, next up, I they actually, uh, I want to throw in the Trackless Dark Ride real quick. Oh yeah, the um, it was deemed hot, one. which is kind of cool because it's not yeah. a roller coaster, and we have roller coaster readers. Um, yeah. And quite, in fact, it was quite hot, and I think they're hot, and I think any dark ride's hot. I'm uh, glad totally. that that's really hot. Like, I hope. I wonder if it's like a lot of people who've ridden uh, Rise at the Resistance that had like a good experience on Rise at the Resistance, and so they're. I don't think that many people have ridden it. This yeah. must be from more more data than just Rise, because Rise is still relatively new. We mm-hmm. don't have too many in the. I mean, Europe and Asia have had more time. To mm-hmm. ride sure, but what I'm major. saying is like this statistic is not based on rides. It's based on a lot more than just like a lot more rides than just rides in the U.S. Yeah. Well, this statistic comes from from all of our followers worldwide. We have like over a thousand. Right. I'm just responses. thinking. I'm like for the at least for the like in Europe and Asia, it's easy to find a good trackless dark ride, but in the U.S. it's not. So I'm thinking like if people were thinking of other kinds of of rides, like the penguin ride at SeaWorld <laughs> or something. Well, I don't think anyone likes it that much. Um, next up is B&M flying coasters. 
deemed hot at 91 or 92%. Um, I think they're hot. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there's some that aren't. Except for the Superman. Yeah, the Superman clones are kind of blase. Tatsu's yeah. too much for me. And then the rest is kind of a sweet spot. So it's still out of 10, 8 out of 10 for you? Uh, yeah, I'd say like 9 okay. out of 10. Like. I think they've become not for me. But so below 80% because there is a new player in town with a new model. So Ah, the Fakoma fly. I didn't even put it up there because mm-hmm. I figured no one had ridden it except for yeah. Sven and maybe a couple of other <laughs> people in most, Europe. <laughs> yeah, most Europeans. But uh, yeah, so, so I mean... I guess after riding, finally riding the the first time I rode it, that was back in 12, 2012. So that was really new and fresh. But then when I rode the other ones later on, I was less impressed. So and 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 also the operational nightmare. Oh, it I feel like they're very vibe. very teary. Like there is a the gautier, <laughs> which is Tatsu flying dino. Even if you want to discuss them. The Manta clones, and then Joylands I would throw in there. But then I feel like it's a bit, pretty big drop off. And you have Harpy, mm-hmm. which is kind of like Superman, and it's Superman's. And I haven't ridden Air, but Air is a similar scope, I guess. Um, but yeah, I would say overall they're hot because they're they're just cool experiences, and I think that they fared better than the Fukoma ones, even though I do love the Fukoma ones. Um, next up, we have Mac Blue Fire clones. I think we've all ridden one. Yeah, we have all ridden one. Mm-hmm. I love the Mac Blue Fire clones. I mean, I know they don't have like the best rate of acceleration. It's just that I think the layouts are good, and I I really enjoyed the one that we rode in China recently. Yeah, I think, I think they're hot. If I have to choose between putting a B and M Batman or a Blue Fire, I think oh. I choose Blue Fire. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I think it's just fun to have a modern looper that also has a launch and like just a variety of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that last roll, whatever they call it, the blue the, fire roll. I think or it's more accessible yeah. for people as well compared mm-hmm. to the Batman's. And yeah. I think that's why intense. it's sold so so well because they're popping up everywhere. Like mm-hmm. they're on mm-hmm. several continents. I think on is there one in North America? No. So it's puts Asia and Europe, of course. Yeah. We've copperhead strike. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up is the uh, SNS free spin. Oh, uh, everyone's having free spin fatigue. Not. 57% hot. And, like, I get it. Everybody's ridden. Everyone in the U.S. has ridden probably. The Six Flags uh, yeah. ones. And they're, the, the Six Flags ones are okay. Arashi is great. But that's it. The others I are. I think they're hot because they offer kind of like a, like an X2, but like a milder version. Mm-hmm. And more, it's more accessible. This allows Sparks to build something that does that, but without breaking the bank the way that X2 would have broken the bank. Um, I'd I like to see one cool. in Europe. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't wild, but Holland's supposed to go one, and then they stepped mm-hmm. away from that idea. Yeah, and yeah. they got untamed instead. Maybe it might still come, you know. I think it'd be a good fit for them. That's very wild, Hollandish mm-hmm. ride. Um, oh, speaking of Batman clones. Yeah, speaking of Batman clones, you're not alone, Sven. They are not, but they are very close to hot. So they are they're, they're, 79%. Yeah. They're like only 2.5% difference between Batman clones and, and Don't Blue get Fire me wrong, clones. I like them, but yeah. it's, it's... I think they're solid. Yeah, I don't go out of my um, way to ride them, really, them. but I'm always yeah. happy to, to, to ride one if I've got time. They do what they do very well, mm-hmm. and uh, they're quick and, and yeah, yeah. punchy. If you don't like yeah. yours, just ship it to Belgium. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I don't really like There's them three much, in like, Central Texas. We should give one to Belgium. Um, yes, speak, please. So something with the exact same stats, actually, are the Skyrockets 
twos. Skyrocket twos. They were also 78.9%, so yeah. they're technically not in our rankings. Um, well, I guess we already kind of touched on them yeah. earlier. There's a little mm. bit of fatigue there. Um, I like what they do for everywhere. the industry. But, yeah, they're, they're, I, yeah. they're pretty tall. Yeah. They're fun. I, I enjoy so for me, it's it's perfect in Europe. We have two, yeah. and yeah. that's yeah. yeah. So I'm actually gonna say they're hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're hot enough. <laughs> We've been riding tigers sufficiently warm. Um. Okay. Okay. This one is really fun. You want to say it? <laughs> the Vacoma SLCs are 32.5 percent hot. <laughs> Therefore, they're very not. Thank you, people. 7.5 not. I'm not surprised. Nobody's surprised. Are you going to say they're not? Or are you going to say they're hot? I'm going to say that they're fine. I've written some... <laughs> A new category introduced. <laughs> uh, we've written some that run like garbage. Like, yeah. I'm not going to tell people that the, S- that the SLC is Condor. great if, if they live... Layout Zampir. is hot, yeah. consistency is not, and yeah. therefore it's not. Yeah, they're super inconsistent, and it's harder to find a good one than it is to find, like, one that isn't... Decent to My terrible. Dutch heart is being yeah. torn Look, apart. The boomerang is a better legacy for Vacoma. I'm just okay, saying. True. No um, regrets. Um, right, um, I, I take it Sven thinks they're super not right because mm-hmm. it's Sven. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. Oh, you don't <laughs> like vampire at Wallaby Belgium? Vampire. No, no, no. Vampire. No. It hurts yeah. too much. Vampire. I think the <laughs> most ambitious crossover. I of do all time. have to say that the. Roller coaster Mayan at your Energylandia was okay. Yeah. Because of the new trains. So, yeah. um, but it's still not a reason to go to a theme park for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> for yeah. me, I guess it is because I would go for one. We're stupid. We would go to Wild Adventures Except to ride. Except for the non production models. Right. I'm curious custom, about those. Oh, ones. like Kumali. Yeah, yeah we've written the yeah. uh, clone of Kumali. The UK in has an interesting variety. They have three different layouts they've got one of each they've got kumali they've got infusion and they've got the one in skidness oh, the uh, jubilee odyssey oh that's right so that's right they don't have that one will definitely pull i don't up think the uk has thing. the same relationship with slcs that the rest of the world has and apparently they are better yeah yeah um apparently the rest of the world does have the same association with company dissolves as i do we're, do- we're doing theme park chains now, the theme park chains should have introduced that's that. an introduction that um we <laughs> it is. Well, I guess they're pretty close to hot, but they are deemed not. 77.7%. Yeah. Um, these are parks like Wallaby Holland, Wallaby Belgium, Park yeah. Asterix, Futuroscope, Bellavarda, and then a bunch of resorts, uh, like ski resorts. Yeah. Right? I think, yeah. They're um, on their way back. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely had like a, a dead moment, like a dead period before like heavy reinvestments. Obviously, Wildby Belgium and Wildby Holland are prime examples of the sheer amount of money being put into these parks now, and which I think is why they're well. hot. And run out before yeah. us. Yeah. The three wallabies, actually. Yeah. I bet a lot of our American readers like had to look up what the like. Their parks I did put the parks on oh, there okay. so they would know yeah, like an oh, association. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, one that surprised me a lot, a lot is oh, yeah. OCT East. Um, sorry, OCT. So OCT, the Happy Valley Parks. Happy Valley Parks. It's literally 0.2 percent away from being hot. So like it's by all intents and purposes, it's pretty much hot. hot. Um, um, Technically not, but... But, yeah, I'm surprised they're people... not. They're like, like the Six Flags We've had East. enough first-hand experience with OCT parks to feel very... Yeah, you want to get on sobering. more than one roller coaster yeah. all, all day? Well, good luck at OCT. I'm surprised that everyone oh, wow. who voted... I'd say a vast majority of people voted have I, never been to a I think now. the reason that they voted so close to hot is because a lot of people just associated with their ride lineups, and yeah. they've been around... It's the oldest major theme park chain in China, so I guess people know about them, and they know about the rides they've got, and the OCT thrusts, yeah. and all the cool coasters. It's just the operations completely drag it down, like, and the maintenance is miserable there. Yeah. Do you have an opinion, Sven? 
I'm just sitting here like a evil villain with my cat on my lap. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> cool. Everyone has Saying, a visual. Hmm, yeah. cities, no idea. Yeah. And then the Sunak parks Sunak parks were actually considered... Less hot. Less hot. Which is not true. Okay. Which is, which is not yeah. true. Um. They had 71% versus almost 80% for OCT, and obviously that's not a reflection of our experiences. We I think, think the Sunak, Sunak parks, parks are, are They have custom, custom theming for all the parks. They have... Um, completely custom ride rosters for all the parks. They are nicely maintained. They are, yeah, I really liked them. They were nice. Par- I mean, to, yeah, they're not to super overly polished, simplify the nice. scenario. I would re- I associate Sunak Parks as being more like Cedar Fair or Cedar Birch Fair parks. without all the concrete. Yeah, and then uh, OCT definitely more Six Flags. So one that pissed me off mm. um, was Group. Chimelong Group. <laughs> like, where have y'all been? Like, what about Chimelong? Do you not like? I guess people what just don't. What is there don't, not to like? They I, don't well, know. There's just not enough. They don't have enough to their name. Yeah, I 73%. So. I mean, they put Walrus Splash on which it. It's pretty fine. iconic. Um, Plus, I do also think that there are fans out there that really do not agree with Captain the, Animals. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably. The water. So, well, yeah. It's okay. Mm. Next up is uh, Parque Reunidos, which was not... Oh, everyone uh, which in includes the US. Palace Entertainment. Yeah, everyone in the U.S. hates Palace Entertainment. I don't even so. like Palace Entertainment. Yeah, sorry. I think people in mainland Europe probably have a different. I mean, there's a couple of cute parks. Like Dutch Wonderland's cute. Yeah, um, and they've got some cool, good water parks here and there. Storybook Land in New Hampshire is cute. Um, but overall, it's just kind of like the forgotten chain, and I just don't think they're that well. I think the European parks are cool. I like Saharan. I like yeah. Moo Park. Yeah. Also, I think they're they're also on their way back a little bit because at least uh, they're giving major roller coaster on their smaller parks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but their investments have been intense. Uh, but it's not the same yet because, like, one of their bigger parks, Park Warner, uh, yes, they got a water park, and that's about it in the last ten mm-hmm. years almost. So yeah, that's true. I, I I I think they can still step up their game, and maybe with. Uh, relaunching the theme parks that might I kind be, of associate uh, them with um, kind of pulling a park that I hold very dear out of the dirt and that's movie park mm-hmm. when they lost the licensing from Warner Brothers and Six Flags and stuff it was just it was it was a poor couple of years like it was really bad and seeing the park in its current state I'm like wow like they did get investments and some major chain did see potential and despite its location put in quite some money to make it look better and so that's what that's my main association yeah. but that's because it's close to my heart i guess plus they get extra points for me because they have an annual pass that's really worth something uh, yeah. and not too expensive and you can really travel all over europe and do quite some parks with just one pass because of that well that's so. right because weren't you yeah we were at toverland with you and then you and timo went out with move park right after because you could just get in with your yeah. bobbyan land pass i think it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, exactly. that's nice, because so, that's a very American thing. Having, sounds very Six Flags. Yeah, in fact, Six Flags is next. Um, it was deemed mm. not. Not super not, but, like, it was not. I'm surprised. 75% of the vote, I'm surprised it was even that high, because everybody loves to hate Six Flags, and there's things about Six Flags. Six Flags. <laughs> that, there's things about Six Flags that really frustrate me on a park-to-park level. They find all sorts of creative <laughs> new ways to piss me off. <laughs> it's a real art. This is going to be the quote I'm going to use. <laughs> Six Flags finds all sorts of creative ways to piss me off. Yeah. Um, I just think that Six Flags' business model um, is just not sustainable, and it's been proven it's not sustainable because year after year after year after year, it's not sustainable. And I think giving away the gate and not really spending any money 
on making the inside look nice. I don't know. I'm, I just have don't have a super positive association. They're I love Magic Mountain, really beautiful, but it's also like by far their nicest park. I think that's so. If you like rides right. and just the ride experience and nothing more, nothing less, I think from you're boarding really the train to exiting the train, train. <laughs> yeah. not the queue. Yeah, I think Six Flags is your chain of parks, but. Yeah. If you are looking for more than that, maybe uh, you should try a different park. In and then, fact, okay, Cedar this Fair, one was a surprise because Cedar Fair is actually super radiating. It may be one of our highest, hot, like ninety six percent hot, ninety six percent hot. And people used to talk so much crap about Cedar Fair, like fifteen years ago. Uh, I think Cedar Fair has proven that like they went from being the concrete standard that every park had to actually proving themselves for like having worthy investments, Taking building the Paramount coasters. Parks, ten years of owning the Paramount Parks, totally from the time they were acquired at around the, during mm-hmm. the recession to like 2018, 2019, where they're, it's like, a the good kind of brand consistency. I know if um, I'm going to go to a Cedar yeah. Fair park, it's going to be operations will be decent. Yeah, the all the rides will be open, which is not a guaranteed any Seaflex park. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like I go to a, to a Cedar Fair park and I always get what I expect. They always, yeah. and I think it's really good in the parks that they acquired and they've elevated. Except them, for knots. <laughs> no, but my feel is that uh, from the Six Flags parks I've done and from the Cedar Fair parks is that Six Flags is trying to copy everything in every Six Flags park yeah. with here and there some unique rides yeah. and Incidentally some unique rides. attractions. While Cedar Fair, they also copy rides, of course, but I do feel that they preserve more the identity of each, each park, park. Uh, totally. compared to what they do at Six Flags. Sure, and... Yeah, I also feel like Cedar Fair will invest where there's a return on money. Not always, because Kings Island doesn't necessarily yeah. have a return on investment usually. But I feel like they are much more specific with where the big money goes mm-hmm. um, and where they see a future. As for I feel like Six Flags, no matter who you are, you're going to get the same ride, yeah. like you mentioned. Um, Six Flags is worse. But about that's also a positive thing. Resource, like at least you know that yeah. something new is coming every year at a Six Flags mm-hmm. park. That that is true. That's true. But if it's enough, if if that is enough of an aspect for me to make it hot. I just think that the experience at the parks are so inconsistent mm-hmm. and lackluster and not a guarantee that I guess I just don't want to give them the hot status yeah. for me personally. For Six Flags, yeah. Um, but I do want to give a hot status personally, and I agree with the audience, Seaworld Parks Entertainment, 85%. which includes Bush Gardens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 85% hot, mm-hmm. and I would agree. They have a really nice balance of things to do, all of them. Yeah, and I think... Uh, They're polished. Yeah, the collection that they have is a really, really strong lineup of like a half a dozen really major parks that I think people associate with being on vacation, with planning a full day around. Um, and I think they just they do a great job with the vast majority of their projects. I think the GP is quite negative towards SeaWorld still at the moment with the mm-hmm. whole documentary and everything. I think it's but on an, they oh, are it's getting working yeah. on changing that image and they are working on changing their identity as theme parks in yeah. the good direction as well. Yep. So yeah, good. it's definitely. I think the worst is definitely in, in the past. Um, we've seen an upswing in public opinion of zoos. And aquariums and um, marine parks, like that's the public opinion was was really down after Blackfish in 2013, but that's definitely been mm-hmm. in the upswing. And I think well, if we asked this question a couple years ago, it would have been it would have been not. But now I think it's hot. with fixing I think the the negativity pushed those parks to to really think of yeah exactly to really mm-hmm. think of how they treat 
their animals and how they deal with things and have more respect. Uh, as a I'm lot sure of the that documentary was things, like based on the '80s. It was kind of unfounded. A lot of it. It so was things were already better. Than a lot what of the things were already better. Yeah, and, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's not all bad, of course, but right. I mean, yeah. And of course, and I think um, SeaWorld made. To switch towards a different product even before Blackfish, because you got to think about it. Um, we got Manza, which was one of the biggest kind of upgrades in SeaWorld Orlando's history, um, integration wise, with a new entrance that was added in 2009 yeah. before Blackfish. Oh, yeah, they and jumped then, on the coaster bandwagon in the 90s. Yeah, and so uh, even SeaWorld San Diego, that had so much more trouble with adding a coaster, already had a coaster open, um, like several coasters open prior to Blackfish. Yeah. So I think they were already in that direction, and then Blackfish confirmed that we're going to go yeah. keep moving in yeah. that same direction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going in overtime, but I think it's right, important yeah. to continue because there's so yeah. fun things still left. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there'll be a little bit of a longer we'll episode, it, yeah. guys. Um, the first thing within the hour is actually uh, surprising to me. Disney Maybe parks. Not. Disney parks are deemed not. I mean, they're pretty close, like 1%. Well, but are you surprised asking coaster fans? I don't even know if it's about the coasters. I mean, Three of my, uh, two of my top five coasters in the world are Disney parks. But we're us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing about <laughs> Disney is I don't think it's even about the coasters. People know what to expect with Disney coasters, and I think most people like them for what they are. The Disney component, mm-hmm. like the, 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 the lukewarm reactions to Disney, I think are related to price, value, mm-hmm. upkeep, um, preservation of nostalgia. Like, there's a lot of emotions I mean, Disney World is that the go main into it. You've been to. Um, I can imagine roller coaster wise, I think there's not like one that's super, super strong, but mm-hmm. all kind of good. But and and like it strong. has to do with where you're from. If you're from the Eastern US, yeah. I don't expect you to have as good of an opinion of Disney as I do if you're from California or yeah. if you're from Japan. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, or which obviously in Europe. Most of our... Or even in Paris. Yeah, because yeah. in Europe, uh, I think that. If you would ask rankings of European coaster fans, Disney would not be in the top three of most of the people. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say I still think they're hot because they have such a cool product and it's yeah. usually pretty mm, high quality. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think all three of us are. are, are Nobody big guys, that so. has made the effort mm-hmm. to go to all of them and explore. All, like, obviously, we think they're hot because like we went through the trouble. Pretty polar opposite, though, is Universal <laughs> Parks. They're trending hot. Like, they are Super 96% hot. hot. White hot. It's because of Harry Potter. Um, they've got really good roller coasters. <laughs> they've, but I think they've just mm-hmm. kind of carved out this. They've been so head-on with the competition of, like, trying to get to after Disney mm-hmm. and go after Disney and get big names and projects out there. And they've misfired a couple times. Like, yeah. let me not tell you if Fast and Furious is any good because yeah. it's trash. But they have their potter and they're actively building big roller coasters and i think that people are noticing the park experience all the new stuff always unlike Nintendo. disney which is a lot of two park chains where one park is the better park universal has one two park chain where both parks are extremely strong and then several and major several big gates major individual really parks that are fully fleshed out well yeah. loved. Like sometimes it's better to have one gate and have yeah. a really really strong one gate than having yeah. a good one gate and a really poor second gate. <clears throat> Paris Plus, in Europe, you have the exotic feel of Universal because we yeah. don't have one anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's like, okay, you know it has Harry Potter, it has The mm-hmm. Simpsons, it has I find Nintendo it so hilarious soon, so that like, people from the UK will travel halfway around the world to do a Harry Potter yeah. park experience. When <laughs> that's just not okay. Sorry. I, it's crazy to me. I feel like they deserve 
a Wizarding World in London. I know they've I got the, the, the studio, studio tour, tour but, but I, I just wonder, find it ironic that like you can celebrate the UK's like one of their greatest cultural contributions, but you can only do it in the US or Japan or Beijing. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> I wonder if at some point they would try again in Europe. I don't know. I hope. I hope so. I hope I that know. they want to. They I mean, probably you know, it's quite saturated yeah. there, and that's because Merlin, which is yeah. our next topic anyway. Yeah. Merlin Entertainment. Um, it's hot. Hot. 81.4% hot. Um, Hotter than Six Flags, sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't have much of an opinion of them. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I usually know them from Legoland, which they're... I, think, I was going to say, I Legoland's think, are I think fun Americans parks. They're pretty clean. have a pretty positive idea. But I'm not idea. like... Ooh, but, like, in America, people, when you go to Merlin parks, it's like you're going to Legoland. So you're going yeah. to kitty parks. Europe is, like, where the Merlin... Even mm-hmm. there, you hear ops aren't the best, though. Yeah. It's pretty... I'm gonna, yeah, for me, it's not. Because yeah. the... Like, I love Alton Towers as a park, but last time I went was a disaster. Because the yeah. queues were just too much, and... Uh, also, the stories that I hear from... I hear so much. The way they... Operate and, and yeah, treat their cheapskate and, and stuff. <sighs> I hear a lot and, of things about Merlin parks that remind me of the things that I hate mm-hmm. about Six Flags parks. Even though the Merlin parks are all objectively mm-hmm. much nicer. So um, next yeah, up so. of nice parks, which is a hit or miss with this chain too. But Hirsch and Family Entertainment, uh, mostly 90%. known for. Silver Doll City, Dollywood, and then they have Wild Adventures. So now Kentucky Kingdom. And now Kentucky Kingdom as, as of well. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, they are 90% hot. I kind of thought they'd be hotter. Everybody loves, loves, loves Silver Well, I Silver think Dark people know that like Wild Adventures, they, yeah. the cheetah thing is still fresh. Yeah. And Lightning Rod is like always a nightmare. And I guess that is true. There's, But I think they're hot. Yeah, I think that goes No much to say. They're just good parks. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Lightning Rod's a steel coaster now, I guess. <laughs> We're looking at pictures of it today. <laughs> that won't be news by the time this episode airs, but it's news today. <laughs> and then the last section is actually really fun. Um, it's going to this be the 2021 coasters. It's yeah. going to be pretty lightning yeah. roundy. We're going to do this quick. Um, first off, Flossy Coaster deemed 95% hot. Yes. Very hot. I say it's hot. Oh, it looks hot How as hell. How can it not be? So hot. <laughs> Too hot. Uh, Conda, Wallaby, Belgium. 91% hot. Hot, hot, hot. I say hot. I'm surprised it's not hotter. Should be like a hundred percent. That thing looks like the hottest of the <laughs> For year. For Belgium, it's the hottest that's ever the been. Hottest. T- Speaking <laughs> of also been. Belgium, is it? But is it hotter than Ride to Happiness by Tomorrowland? It's actually eighty-one percent hot. So not super super hot. So, I yeah. think it's hot. I love the new. I think it looks spinners. so cool. <laughs> but everyone in Belgium is like, <laughs> like well, I like the coaster, but not the theme. Well, obviously, this is the year where we have the two. So. Like, a lot of them will go towards Conda, while yeah. Ride to Happiness is a bit on the side. I think it will be a positive surprise. Totally. But the... the yeah, the... If Ride the, to Happiness the, had opened any other year, the people would be The partnership with Tomorrowland is a blessing and a curse at the same time for me. A head-scratcher, for so sure. So we can say it's hot or not, Sven? Oh, I think he thinks I it's I think hot. it will be hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, oh, yeah. cool. Um, another one that's considered Abysses. quite hot, 92% oh. hot... It's so hot. Um, this is Energylandia, New Fukoma launch coaster. Oh, my God. I think it's, it's hot. so beautiful. You know, the on-ride didn't get me too excited. But it's just testing, though. I, I guess know. my real question is is if you or anyone else who's ridden Lech coaster mm. goes and rides Abyssus and if it compares. Yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if someone, if but people said that they like Because it looks like they're going to put in a lot of effort into, in, 
uh, integration for the first ride yet there, where it's like super integrated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that gives it an edge. Fingers crossed. Um, and just, just keep adding rides in that area. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of edge, um, going over the edge is um, <laughs> Seawolf San Diego's first dive coaster, or only dive coaster. Yeah. Um, is Emperor at Seawolf San Diego. It was it deemed not, not 78.4. I think it's hot. I think it's everybody who voted not hot has ridden Val Raven at Cedar Point, and they mm. hate B&M vest restraints on dive machines so much. But this thing isn't about just the drop. Like, the drop yeah. is one of the many things it does. And it has these inversions. It flies through it. It has really great pacing based on just testing footage. Um, I think it's going to be really cool. I think even really with the vests, cool. it will be great. Yeah. Because it can't be worse than Valkyria. It's going to be like Valkyria. I hope it'll be like Valkyria. It might also be an end um, Yukon Striker. I yeah, love and, that yeah. ride. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, we yeah. haven't ridden Everyone Yukon Striker. Everyone loves Yukon Striker, so I guess we'll see. But um, I, th I guess it's also a bit dive fatigue because there are dive, also okay. yeah. dive popping okay, a lot of them we've got some fatigue. Dive fatigue. Yeah. We've got some fatigue for you right here. Dragon Slayer at Adventureland in Iowa. <laughs> it's deemed not, not like, hot. Like very Super not, not hot. Even like 42% though, not. Even though uh, it's uh, such hot. a cool ride for this park and like such an amazing fit. I think I'm fascinated. Yeah. yeah. reason I think it's hot is because it's, first of all, a unique layout. And it, and doesn't, it doesn't have, have that mid-course mid break. So like, unlike the current ones that kind of end yeah. and they just kind of slowly make their way back, this one should be flying all the way down to the final break. Yeah. Like the finale should be like Zach's been wild. Like, like are people going to plan edge. a trip to Adventureland now that Dragon Slayer is there? Maybe not more. Yeah. There may not be more or less inclined. It. Right. But I mean, I've already been there and like we have to get you the credits. And it's okay. like, so I wouldn't say that people would be more or less inclined maybe than before. Um, but locals will be. But locals. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the park, for I'm like, oh, it's a slam dunk. It is such a cool thing for them to be building. So definitely yeah. hot, hot, hot for me. Yeah, hot. Yeah. Um, Next icebreaker up is icebreaker. It's not hot. It's seventy-seven percent icy hot. So it's yeah, it's a not by our standards now. Um, this is another one we can chalk up to people uh, aren't crazy about the restraints. It's all about the trains for me. The yeah. trains are the only detractor. But having seen having seen a test in person, it looks really good. It That's looks good way pacing. more than just a kitty goes. It looks like like a little mini blitz. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's hot, I don't think actually. it's the ride that says, yeah, I need to go to SeaWorld for, to ride it. Not but at all. in the lineup, I think it fits Oh, totally. Well. Like, yeah. this park has three giant B&Ms, and then they have a water coaster, and then there's nothing and in between, there's finally except for the kitty coaster. But this cleaner. is, like, a good middle ground yeah, so thing. Good fit mm -hmm. for the park. So, yeah. Hot. Not for the enthusiasts, but it's it, okay. It doesn't have to be. Super hot is down the street yeah. in Tampa. Iron Gwazi, 96.4% hot. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was unscripted. Well, well, let me go first then. I, uh, I'm excited oh, for oh my it. God. So. I want to say it's hot because it, it's like a quite a unique layout, and I think Bush Gardens Tampa really can use it. Oh, no, I, it's totally hot. I would be Florida. Told, I, mean, I would be so... You never know. Us, uh, we're I would be say such a hot jaded yeah. asshole if I was like, Iron Gwazi is not hot. No, it's beautiful. Yeah, I, I already have love, any more listeners. I already love taking pictures of Iron Gwazi. I love the color scheme. Yeah, the color I love scheme the is presence litty. that it has. City. For it's sure. exactly what that park needed for a park that already has such a stellar lineup. Like, it was it, the perfect choice. So I don't have I anything bad to say about it, genuinely. In the Mardi Gras article that you guys posted on Bush Gardens, mm -hmm. I really loved how it actually was almost theming of yeah, the event. It's Mardi Gras. It's colors. like a backdrop. Yeah, yeah. And, Mardi Gras and it's yeah. food and wine festival colors, which is yeah, going on right it's now. Like and it's like and the vines and the grapes and stuff with all matches. So like it's in weird. the springtime, yeah. all of the festivals match Iron cool. Quasi. 
You so. know what's also really hot? Busch Gardens, Williamsburg, new coats. They're Pantheon, Pantheon, 94% hot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's hot. Yeah, Intamin, that's, that's new Intamin, super hot. The rolling hot, stock, hot, hot. the audacity of the ride layouts, swing launches, uh, you know. Stalls. A, a giant-ass rear spike. Like, isn't that? Like 200-something Yeah, feet, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a hypercoaster-sized blitz with loops. Oh, and, with, like, a dive towards the ravine. And it's a terrain coaster. It might even be hotter than Velocicoaster. I can't wait to find out. I mean, it's out. only like a percent away from Velocicoaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say it's hotter than Velocicoaster, but I'm excited for the one in Park Asterix as well. So. Yes. yes. We have an article on that, everyone. I'm Just search so it excited. on our website. Next up is the American Dryer Looping, which is also known as Chimera, going Chimera. to Indiana Beach. It's it 64% was hot. It's not hot it like because not nobody hot. wants to die. I mean, if they get new trains, it's hot. If it's Gerslauer trains? Yeah. If it's not new trains, I'm going to say not because it's uncomfortable. Gerslauer knows what they're doing with the Schwarzkopf trains because, like, the new trains for Alpina Bond are gorgeous. And then, like, for people who love Hershey Park and Super Duper Looper, like, those are Gerslauer trains built to Schwarzkopf specifications. So I'm holding my mm-hmm. applause until it opens because it's not open to what's open, but True. we'll see. But it fits in think. the theme of the park. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why to add the word American in yeah. front of the German word. <laughs> is that the official name for it? Is American Dryer? That's how it's listed on RCDB. I think it's how they announced it. That's pretty cute, actually. It is cute. That's actually mm-hmm. kind of adorable. I'm, I'm shocked. It screams Old Park, which is nice, because Indiana Beach is it Old Park. It sounds like a park that really has their finger on the pulse of what matters to coaster enthusiasts. Like, they're ready to have a social media, um, you know, lightning round with these Schwartz cops that they're building. So, um, good to them. I wish them the absolute very best. Let's I'm go. gonna take. Is that okay, it? Sven, are you saying hot or not? Oh, um, <laughs> well, I said it movie. fits for the park, so I yeah. would be excited to go there now to okay. ride it. For I sure. can't wait to ride it again. It was the most terrifying coaster. You know what? I can't wait to ride. So terrifying. Hurricane. Hurricane. Sucho, Force World. Sucho. World um, deemed ninety percent hot. This is the Mac launcher of sixty meters tall. Yeah, it's that's gonna go like a real fast. Launcher. And it has a super super inver- fast barrel inversions. Roll. That's like after the top hat. I don't know how the hell they're going to yeah, pull that off, top but it looks really good. It could Super be, hot. Yeah. Hot. This is Mac at their best in rare form. Very best. Rare they form. should copy it to rare Europa Park. Best, I mean. Oh, my God. Yes. Like the <laughs> Mac Blue Park. Imagine. Such an I don't think they will. But They've never built anything you know what's funny? this terrifying. Accelerator has been rumored to be in a chopping block for so long to be replaced with a Mac Blue Fire clone. How about you just build a new Hurricane, and then you can really compete. Oh, my God. That would be a shit. Yeah. Um, next up, also very hot, ninety so percent hot. hot is Monster oh Agrinaloons. So hotter than words. Park. Hot to the touch, like with hot the classic the harnesses, and no vertical loop, which is really bizarre. I mean, everything Love about it us. is. I mean, I, I don't have anything against the vertical loops, but it's just such a bizarre. Everything about it is cr- so strange. It's an integration station, and I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since we had a new B&M in Europe again. Yeah. So, and and uh, not only B&M, but also an inverted B&M. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the latest. so integrated, so Banshee was the most recent looping B&M invert. And then yeah, there's, there's been junior ones. inverts in China. And then Osiris was 2012. That was the last one prior to Banshee. So this is the most recent Another thing that B&M makes Monster with those harnesses. really hot is those new harnesses. I'm so excited. Yeah, it hasn't I been done since I was cautiously optimistic. Because, like, I like Banshee, but it's not my favorite. And then I thought, and then when I saw the trains, I was like, oh, my God, it's harnesses, like, real harnesses. Like, this is going to be, like, 
a real, like a classic, crazy, thematic. Which one should we end with? We have two left. Do we do the American oh, we'll end one with, or the Asia we'll, one? We'll start with, we'll do the Asia one, yeah. First or Asia one last? First. Okay. So, mm-hmm. next up is Universal Beijing Resort's Decepticoaster. Decepticoaster. Speaking of vest restraints, so this will have vest restraints. And I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm curious about it. I like vest restraints Your on certain coasters. Has saved the planet, <laughs> but we didn't do anything. You can ride with evac anytime. anytime. <laughs> oh no, you can ride with the Septicos. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Sven. What do you I think? I think the the theming also looks really cool. Really nice. The way the launch will be, mm-hmm. and yeah. I guess it would be a good idea, maybe for Universal in Orlando. Oh, in I mean, we already retract ours. Yeah, we already have. In 2018. 20 yeah, but I mean, theming-wise. Oh, theming-wise. Uh, I mean, we already have the they, Transformers Dark Ride. It's in the... Universal's park, not going to touch ours because... Yeah, superheroes. We have Marvel, Marvel which is an thing. old grandfathered contract with the Marvel uh, intellectual properties. This is their one leg up against so, yeah, Universal. Yeah, but if they get tired of paying to Disney... No, they don't. They don't oh. pay to Disney. They don't. Oh, okay, sorry. They, yeah. own, they own it because they bought it first. They do it um, um, as a middle finger bad. to Disney. That's why they poured all this money back That's into Hulk. That's why they Hulk. redid Spider Man. It's this big, like, haha, look what we have. Yeah, but the merch. Disney, yeah, because Disney yeah, can't build Spider Man in Speaking of Decepticoaster, the layout Hulk. is like an updated version of Hulk. With like cooler, smoother elements, lower to the ground. Yeah, should be higher pacing. Looks really. It looks like so it'll be. I'm really excited for yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I think it's hot. Yeah, I think it's a good so ride hot, for them. I guess find it kind of weird hot. because the park gets so cold, but we'll have to just make sure we don't go into winter we'll to make sure it runs. Yeah, um, I bet they'll heat the track like Tron. Yeah. Like they'll, Ooh, they'll be able to run like that little, shit in so the snow. Heated one track. for Asia, one for the US. When is the one in Europe coming? <laughs> uh, as soon as they build uh, an universal sport. Yours is Dragon Con, actually. <laughs> yes, you have Dragon Con. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks, Bush Gardens. Last but not least, number 60 of the things we discussed today. Um, Jersey Devil is deemed hot, 87% hot. Seems cautious. I'm cautiously hot about it. I, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of the... The I don't current. like the trains very much. Yeah, the trains. But I like the awkward. idea of giving it a new chance and maybe it being a little mm-hmm. like more drawn out, which it looks like it's gonna be more drawn out. So I will give it the benefit of doubt. And a I longer will say train. It's hot. Better pacing experience than, or I guess, a, a more reasonable Giant pacing Hill. experience. That's what I'm excited for. Versus, yeah, like a little hyper, like a mini hyperbit inversion. Uh, I'm morbidly curious. That's my temperature right now. So are you morbidly hot? Morbidly. Is that a thing? Curious. Morbidly curious. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sven? I'm super curious because <laughs> I, I just can't imagine how a ride like that feels from watching it. So yeah. I just want to experience one. Sure. Yep. Okay. Um, damn. Okay. Right. So overall, it was a pretty hot episode, yeah. if I say so myself. Yeah. Um, hot, hot, hot. I'm excited that we discussed long. all these, and I want to thank everyone on Instagram so much for participating. This was probably the mm-hmm. most you. interaction we've ever gotten when it comes to like um, people voting for stuff for our podcast. So we had um, almost 1,100 votes um, average. So that was really wonderful. We really appreciate everyone's contribution. We will be doing more stories for mm-hmm. other episodes. As of right now, make sure to check out Everything we have for season one, two, and all of our new recent stuff for season three. Um, we've got a fire, rapid fire Q&A episode that was really fun. We have a um, episode about a ghost resort in South China. Um, speaking of OCT, that's actually um, one of their parks. So check that out. And of course, visit thecoasterkings.com. Um, visit 
our map that Sven created that has all the different theme parks in the world that we went to as a team and articles that relate to it, if we've written any. And we have on there a link to our shop, a link to our Discord. Go join our conversation on Discord. And we will catch you on the next episode. Sounds great. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Come again. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Bye bye.